The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Good morning. Good morning. It's nice to talk to you. Uh, I was going to introduce you as a man who is over 1.3 million fans on TikTok, a man who lives in a castle in Maastricht, and a man who, in his spare time, there's not much of it, loves to cook and to bake recipes from the internet. All true. Who is that? (laughs) <laughs> I've read that somewhere, that you, you are that person. Uh, with a, a history of, of your orchestra going back, the first performance, I believe, was in 1988, orchestra founded in 1987, with very few players. Yes, very few. We were 13 and or 12, I think, even, and I didn't have money to put the girls in beautiful dresses. So we played our first concert, and then there was a critic who said, Andre, the music was beautiful, but did you open a tin of nuns? <laughs> because they were all in black. <laughs> so they, the females looked like nuns in that original orchestra. Um, you mentioned that you didn't yeah, have funding. They looked, yes, but, but now they look beautiful. Mm. Uh, you mentioned you didn't have uh, funding, and you've never had funding. Uh, you've had to generate all your own money, because in many countries, um, classical music has to be supported by endowment or indeed by the state. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I didn't want that. I wanted to do it in my way, and um, that's uh, <laughs> that's what I did. And when you ask me what is your way, that is less stiff than the normal classical concerts. So for me, good music is music that touches my heart, even when it's so-called pop music or crossover or musical. Or so I make I don't make these stiff borders between all the sorts of music. For me, music is music that touches my heart and. I know when it touches my heart, I, it will touch the hearts of the audience. Mm. Uh, one of the extraordinary things is that uh, people will go to your concerts uh, and they're a bit different to other classical music audiences who might go to hear a particular Beethoven symphony or maybe uh, something by Mahler and they would know precisely what to expect. Your audiences go to your concerts and they might not know what pieces you're going to do. They just know they're going to have a great time. That's it, exactly. They don't know what's going to happen. They just know when you go to a concert of Andre, you will have an evening you will never forget, and you go home with a smile on your face. And and that is why people all over the world come to my concerts. Now, I remember the first time you came to Ireland. Uh, I was hosting a television programme, and we brought your entire orchestra into the studio. Uh, to announce oh, to yes, I remember that we, it was announcing your presence to an Irish audience, and it was a a great experience. I mean, we stuffed the studio with your orchestra, and yeah, uh, yeah. it was a I sensation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we played the Danube. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that was in your studio. Exactly. Now, one of the things I, I was going to ask you about is when you play, and you play, and you conduct. When I go to a, a classical concert, as I say, mention it could be Beethoven or Schubert or Handel or whoever it might be, and the conductor is standing on the podium and uh, all eyes are on that conductor 
and every every note that is sounded is really under the instruction of the conductor uh, and everyone watches intently. With you, um, they appear not to be watching you at all half the time. <laughs> but they are. <laughs> That's the secret. I mean, I think a good conductor can conduct with his back or with his face. That's, you know, it's, it's, it's the way that you practice with them, that you re- in, during the rehearsals. And they know very, very well that when my third double bass player plays a wrong note, I hear it. And I look to him and then he knows, oh, shit, he heard it. So I will not do that again. So that, that is how it happens. So one raised eyebrow from Andre can be a punishment for the first violin. <laughs> Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's not a punishment, but they know that. I mean, you shouldn't go in front of an orchestra when you don't hear everything. Otherwise, you shouldn't go there. Now, the... What's coming to Ireland is in the cinemas. Uh, I think it's coming on December the 2nd and it's a a release called White Christmas. But also in advance of that, you have a new album called Jewels of Romance, which is out uh, just coming out now. But tell me about the the cinematic release, because many people will have had that experience of either watching you on television, uh, because many of your concerts are televised, or they will have seen you in a concert hall. So this is a, a, a new venture. It is not new because I do it already for 10 years. And I remember when my son Pierre came with the idea to do it in cinemas. I didn't believe it at all. I said, no, it will not work. And he said, no, 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 listen, it will work. And I'm so proud that um, other artists are doing it now also. So I think I was one of the first to do it. And it's really a great opportunity uh, for people who cannot come to the to the concert, uh, they could they can go to the cinema. So um, even Taylor Swift does it now. That's right, and um, the tickets are hugely in demand. So the whole idea is, although we could watch uh, a concert on television, it is the whole idea of a collective experience that an audience are gathered together, and it's that sense of community as they watch the cinema screen that changes it from simply a television performance. Exactly, it, it is that. It is Therefore, it's so fantastic when you sit together with other people and, and enjoy the music and sing along with them and even dance in the aisles. I heard that that happened also in the cinema. So uh, it's really the being together that is, that is part of the, of the joy. Yeah. Um, 23, 2023 has been a busy year for you. Um, a number of firsts, even for someone like you who's been uh, touring and entertaining people for so long. So what were your highlights of this year? So I must say 23 was a busy year, yes, and it was a fantastic year because finally we could tour again after this two years of pandemic and so uh, 23 will always be in my mind as the year that everything was possible again. And I felt also in the audience, and I feel it every night now, that with all these troubles in the world, the people, the people really enjoy and, 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 and 
that they love to forget these troubles for three hours and, and they go home and still think of this uh, beautiful time in the concert. Um, a, a few um, details. Uh, one, the crew that you travel with now, the, the orchestra, many of them have been with you for a long, long time. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I think most of them are with me for 25 years. Of course, I have youngsters and they just come and I have the oldest one who are with me for 32 years. Yeah, I think the, um, some of them are with me for 35 years. So it's really a big family and uh, it's so much joy to be on stage and make music together because we know each other so well. So it's, uh, it's really fantastic. Yeah. And uh, to go on the road, it's not just the orchestra. The entire crew could be as many as 120 people. Yeah, exactly. Now the tour we do in 23, we travel with 120 people. Yeah. And also the crew, they are with me for for long, long, long years. So it's a, it, it's a fantastic group and, and um, it, it's really enjoyable to travel the world and so, for example, now we just come from Vienna, we did two concerts there, and then we see each other, and it's like coming home. It's really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you keep yourself very fit, I'm told, with the personal trainer. So uh, you intend to keep going for many a year to come? I'm now 74, and I'm going to be 140, so I'm just over halfway. <laughs> All right. Uh, soon you will be as old as your Stradivarius. Well, not quite. Oh, not quite. No, no. That no. dates, I believe. No, Stradivarius. It's such a joy to uh, to open the case and and every day to have this under my chin. It's not only a joy; it's also a privilege. And although I'm more and more conducting. Uh, but it's uh, it's really, really, really a joy to have this instrument, to be able to play on it. Yeah, well, uh, the older the instrument, the sweeter the tune, they say, and uh, yours dates from 1692, uh, but you must play a Stradivarius or indeed any great violin, uh, or it will disimprove. Yes, of course. Therefore, I play, I try to play every day, and... Uh, I hope the violin is satisfied with me uh, as I treat him or her. And um, yeah, it's, um, it, it, it's part of my body. All right. Well, look, Andre, thank you very much for taking time to take our call. The cinema release, White Christmas, will be on the, the 2nd of December. And of course, there's a new album, Jewels of Romance, which is out now. Andre Rieu, thank you very much for joining us on the programme. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.